0: We. Are. We. Are.
1: We are are Cultivate. 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 Cultivate.
0: Cultivate. We are Cultivate.
1: Hi everyone, this is Christina. And this is MJ.
0: And this is another episode of Spooky Tales. And today we are talking all about legends from Ecuador, which I'm very excited about because I didn't know a lot of these or any of them, you could say, one could say. First, someone messaged me on Instagram. And um, because you know how we were confused about who El Maestro was? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Well, they messaged me and told me. So I'm going to read their message because um,
1: it clarifies it.
0: Yeah, for everyone else, because I'm sure I'm the only I'm not the only one who didn't know. So Mr. L.M. Rodriguez on Instagram messaged me and so kindly said, Hey, ladies, I'm listening to the Mano Peluda episode from uh, August 5th. The man that Juan Ramon Science calls maestro is Maestro Eric Soam. He's a parapsychologist that has been on the show in many previous episodes. And he serves as a go-to individual for possessions, limpias, and more. And that makes so much sense <laughs> now that now that I know who he is. I'm like, oh, wow, yes. This makes sense on all the episodes we've talked about already.
1: That does make sense. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, yes, thank you so much for letting us know. Because, yeah, I was very confused. Because I always heard Maestro, but I didn't know who he was or his name. I just only ever heard Maestro. Yeah, they
1: must have, like, mentioned it once and were like, if you didn't listen to this episode that's on you (laughs) well we didn't listen to that episode and and that's on us yes Yes.
0: (laughs) and then one more thing before we get to the uh listener story i got a lovely instagram comment and i want to share that as well so this person said i'm so glad spotify recommended this podcast Last month, I was telling my sisters I wish there was a podcast that focused on our stories and folklore, where people talked about scary stories their parents and grandparents would tell them and just hand it down to the next generation. And not just anyone, but our type of people, folklore, stories from the motherland. I wanted to start my own, but my sisters are too chicken. <laughs> Do it. Do it anyway. Do it without yes. them. No. <laughs> Come on our show. Well, I invite you. <laughs> But boy, do I have some stories from my grandma, which we would love to hear. Yes. Anywho, I can't wait to binge episodes. I just had to scroll to this pic to comment that I finished episode one. And yes, that was like an 88 week old post. So the dedication to do that, I am so thankful that you left this comment and to scroll to that because I don't think I would have done that myself for my for my own podcast. (laughs) Yeah,
1: I would not have. And like, not even for other podcasts, like if I am listening to a podcast, I will listen to their latest episode. And if I ever get to their first episode, I get to it, but probably not.
0: <laughs> I I do start at the latest one and then I go backwards, so I do get to the early episodes. No, um, I mean and I like, go
1: backwards, but yeah, but like sometimes some people have like like five years, ten years worth of episodes. Oh, yeah, I'm like, <laughs> I don't
0: I don't think I listen to old podcasts like that. And they're usually all newer, so. But if they're that old, I don't go that back to it either. Like, no, um, sorry, nobody's yeah. listening
1: to the first episode. You know who?
0: You know who does? And I find them um, a weirdo for it. And I've already told her, Carmen. <laughs> My That's twin friend right. of the pod, Carmen.
1: That's right. <laughs> she, she starts does. out
0: episode one and I'm like, why are you weird? <laughs> she's gonna she's gonna message me when she hears this and talk shit. I know it.
1: Carmen, that was your sister, not me. Just a reminder.
0: <laughs> she knows. I'll tell her in person too. She's gonna be visiting me soon.
1: So. <laughs> you gotta talk shit in person. <laughs>
0: But yeah, if you, if you listen to episode one and just kept listening, like, thank you. Because it was rough back then. We didn't know what we were doing.
1: <laughs> oh, I know. I remember episode one. I was so nervous. I was like you were, talking you were. a million miles a second. <laughs> I got better slightly.
0: Yeah, we, slightly. that's what we do. We just get just, better, right? Just smidge. There's something that one of my tias would say every time I talked to her on the phone. I'd be like, oh, tia, ¿cómo estás? And she would be like, pues tú ya sabes, mija, como Santa Elena, cada día más buena. And I'm like, yes, tia.
1: Oh, I love that. But
0: well, that I- is us. Every day, we're a little better.
1: That's true. Every every episode, we get a little bit more profesh.
0: Yeah, exactly. Are there times we forget what we're doing? Yeah, all the time. Every episode, too. So it's fine.
1: Yeah, I'm like, uh, what? What's going on? How did I get here? <laughs> Who am I? <laughs> Insert existential crisis.
0: <laughs> yes, yeah, I was going to say that, but you beat me to it. <laughs> anyway, listener story, before we get to our topic. So this was sent in via email. If you have a story for us, feel free to send it to a spooky tales at gmail.com or DM us on any of our socials. Either one is fine, though I do prefer email because it's easy for me to save it. Um, but either one is fine. So... This person says, Hi, my name is Priscilla. I started listening to your podcasts at work and I love them. I wanted to share my own story about sleep paralysis. I've always heard people talk about it in high school, how it's the scariest experience not being able to move or talk. I've had friends say that you could even see things moving around or see creatures. I never believed them. Actually, I never believed in scary things in general. There was a time, I think it was 2018, I was a senior in high school. I had my first sleep paralysis. I couldn't move. I would scream loud trying to get my sister's attention since at that time I shared a room with my older sister. It was so scary. I never saw scary creatures or things moving around how a lot of people describe it. The next morning, I told my sister about my experience. I told her that I was yelling out to her because I legit couldn't move. I thought I wasn't screaming loud enough, and she told me she never heard me screaming. My sleep paralysis lasted like two weeks. Every night, I had it. Those two weeks were awful. I was so scared to sleep, I eventually started getting insomnia. My sleep paralysis went away, but I always felt like I was being watched at my mom's house. In 2019, I moved out due to my parents having their issues, and I was not going to deal with it, lol. Good on (laughs) you. (laughs) Yes. I moved in with my grandma. She had an extra room. My boyfriend boyfriend and I decided to move in together. One day, he went to work, and I had woken up early to pack him lunch. Ooh, no, not I. It was like 4.30 a.m. Oh, heck no. (laughs) Let me tell you that I don't do that. My husband used to be a truck driver, and he woke up at like 3, and his shift started at 4. And so he was out of the house by 3.30, and I kept sleeping.
1: <laughs> yeah, my husband too, who he used to work in the bay area, but he started at 6, so he'd have to wake up at 3 and be out within like a few minutes just to make it on time.
0: Ooh, rough. Um so yeah, more power to you if you're doing mm-hmm. that. I could not.
1: <laughs> I tried it and I was like You tried it? I was <laughs> like fuck your breakfast. <laughs> Fuck your breakfast. Fuck
0: your lunch. I'm going to sleep. <laughs> just, <laughs> just just,
1: grab $10, please. please
0: yes, please. exactly. That's what I did. <laughs> anyway, let me get back to the story. Maybe like 4.30 a.m. Since he entered at 5 a.m., I had trouble going back to sleep, but eventually I did. I started to dream. And in this dream, I can see myself laying down like I couldn't see my own legs. And out of nowhere, I saw this big, tall shadow figure appear at the end of my legs. <laughs> I've never been so scared. I felt like the more scared I got, the shadow got bigger, and it was trying to grab my legs. I started to panic and scream, but I couldn't move. I prayed and prayed the Padre Nuestro. I just kept praying, and finally I woke up. I didn't fall asleep after. I was too damn scared. Laughing emoji. Later that day, I told my grandparents about my experience, and then they told me that the guy who lived there before had died of a stroke in the living room. Oof. <gasps> <gasps>
1: That's scary.
0: Yes. This guy was at the park playing soccer with the family. When he got home, he got a stroke. And the room me and my boyfriend were sleeping in was next to the living room. Crying emoji. <laughs> I love when people put emojis in there. In their, yeah, and then we have to story. put like crying
1: emojis. <laughs>
0: sad emoji. Yeah, because I'm going to say every time it's there. I'm going to say it. <laughs> After they told me that, I always felt like I was being watched in their house. It was the scariest experience. I can still see and imagine that shadow figure till this day. I would love for you to tell my story in your next episode, Heart Emoji. And thank you for listening to my story. Well, thank you for sending that in. Wow.
1: That is terrifying.
0: Yeah, I'm. I am grateful that I've never experienced sleep paralysis.
1: Oh man, it sucks. I used to. I get it when I'm really tired. Like if I'm exhausted, I don't, I don't. I don't know if it's like due to my condition or whatever. But if I'm, extremely i hear that brings tired, them
0: on. Yeah. Stress, being fatigued. I, I mean, yeah.
1: I, I mean, it's the brain. My my. Let's just be real. My brain doesn't work <laughs> normally, Your, so your brain help. just so,
0: works differently. Okay, the it short circuit doesn't work literally.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's just short on
0: a different. It's on a different mode, you know.
1: Short, short circuits. <laughs> Literally, because it's like the neurons firing too much. I <laughs> like. What's going on? Um, but um, man, like when I'm really tired, it's like sleep paralysis, <laughs> and I've actually um, uh, my husband has it too. He doesn't get it as often as I do, um. but. You'll hear that, like what when he gets it, it's like a scared no. Like is the best way I can like describe. Like it, whimpering. Uh, I don't even know how to explain it. No, it's like um, you can tell that they're scared, that they're dreaming, and, and like they're trying to like talk to you, but mm, they can't. Yeah. And you're and then there, that's when I go in and I like shove them or wake them up or whatever, and then that like jolts them to like completely get out of the sleep paralysis. But mm. when he's like in the middle of it, like you, I, I've never, you know, experienced it. Like I don't know what he he sees when I'm in it, but when when he's in it, it's it's a weird thing. Like you could tell something's wrong. You're like they're right. sleeping, but something's not right.
0: <laughs> like, yeah, you what's... know, I feel like the best depiction of it in any like show or movie was the House of Haun... mm, haunting. What's fuck? Uh, uh, what's it called?
1: Hill House no
0: hill house yeah yeah is Is that is it the haunting of hill house Bly manor yeah house yeah that's very similar
1: except uh my husband doesn't like isn't able to move at all like you know how she's able like she's paralyzed but she has some movement yeah he doesn't have nothing Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but he does make the noises
0: terrifying now on to our topic finally (laughs) So after our previous episodes on caves, we were inspired to look into more stories and legends from Ecuador. Ecuador is a smaller country compared to its neighbors, Brazil, Peru, and Argentina. But they have a lot of ghost stories and legends that are worth telling. Uh, First, some fun facts about the country. It's the only country in the world named after a geographical feature. The country is named after the equator since the equator runs through it which I I remember when I first learned that, like when I was a kid and it was like my mind was just blown. (laughs) Um, This makes Ecuador the closest country to space. Because of its rotation, the country bulges slightly at the equator. The capital of Ecuador is Quito, which is the second highest capital city city in the world, only second to La Paz in Bolivia. The historic city is also one of the most preserved in all of the Americas, not just Latin America. It has been hardly changed, and because of this, it's the first city in the world to be, to be declared a World Heritage Site by UNESCO. I have, like, four stories. Do I go first? Do you go first? No, I have, I have three. read. two stories. You have two? Yeah. Yeah, you go first. <laughs> All right.
1: So um, I got these. I was, like, looking up stories from Ecuador, and I found these two stories that are supposed to be true, and it's from the website yourghoststories.com. Oh my god, I love that
0: website. It's been a while <laughs> since I visited it for stories. I forgot about it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I like came across it. It's like the only website that had like Ecuadorian stories, and I'm like, what the heck? So if we have any Ecuadorian listeners, please send us your personal spooky stuff. Yes. We don't have enough. And this is titled The Spook by Danica, and this was posted in July... On July 21st, 2009. So it's, it's a pretty old post. And she says, it was the summer holidays and I was seven. Me and my sister and mom and dad were going to Ecuador to my granddad and grandma's holiday home. We went there a lot back then until one day we saw what me and my brother now call the spook. Earlier on that year, my granddad died. And that's why my grandma moved away. She said there were too many bad memories there. Anyway, back to the story. One summer, we all went there. The first night, we had fun, and everything was normal and in order. But then the second night, I heard footsteps outside my sister's room. I took no notice and thought it was just her going to the bathroom. But then suddenly, I hear I heard her scream in her room, and she was shouting, ''Get off of me! Get oh. off of me! Leave me alone!'' I ran to her room and so did mom and dad. We saw a white figure on her. Oh, my God.
0: Oh, oh my God. Oh, no, no, Mm -hmm. no, no. Gracias. No,
1: no. I would have like (laughs) I would have packed my entire family and just left that night. Mm hmm mom screamed i just stood there scared but dad ran to her by the time he got there in half a second the figure was gone then my sister went to sleep with mom and dad and i went back to my own bed that is why would she i'll be like you know what both (laughs) both of you in my room oh my god yes (laughs) like you you go by yourself (laughs) (laughs) terrible
0: oh my god
1: i couldn't sleep the rest of the night though the next day my sister was sick she looked very pale so my mom and dad took her to the doctor the doctor just said it's just her nerves so we went back to the holiday home to pack our things since we were leaving in two days we wanted to do it that day because the next we were going sightseeing before we left later on we finally finished packing and my sister was looking better we all went to watch tv together my dad Turned it on, but it wouldn't come on. Instead, we heard a voice from nowhere chanting, get out. It got louder and louder. Come on, we're leaving. My dad shouted, picking up our bags. My sister was paler than ever now. As we went towards the door, the voice got quieter. We opened the door and the voice was now just a whisper. We went out and the voice just stopped. We had to spend the rest of the night in a hotel. Now we know why grandma left. It wasn't just the bad memories. It was the spook. We never went back since. Wow. That is terrifying. Mm hmm.
0: Mm hmm.
1: And I feel so sad. Like, like they all witnessed some shit and they're like, you're sleeping in the room by yourself. That's messed. That is so messed.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would, everybody would have been sleeping together in the living room if that was me. <laughs> yeah.
1: I was like, okay, we're all sleeping in the living room. We're making a circle of salt. And yeah, I'm and we're Googling. sleeping inside that circle.
0: <laughs> yeah, like
1: nobody you you better use the bathroom now before we no go leave the circle. The circle. <laughs> yeah, that is terrifying. Can you imagine like all your entire family sees it coming after? Oh my god, that's terrifying.
0: Oh god, no, Mm-mm. no. Gracias. As a
1: parent, that's just like scary AF.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: So. Um, This next story is by Carlos, and it was posted on August 4th, 2008, and it's called La Cienega. Hmm. Never heard of this, but. Yeah. La Cienega is a Spaniard hacienda built on the province of, and I am so sorry. This is a really hard word to pronounce, so I apologize for the butchering. Um Cotopaxi, Ecuador.
0: Mm, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe.
1: I hope so. <laughs> don't don't come for me, please. 200 years ago, this hacienda served as a home of Spaniard Con I'm pretty sure they meant conquistadors. Yeah,
0: for sure, I think.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but they spelled it wrong. They had thousands of indigenous people working on huge fields. These haciendas were the heart of the economics in that time. Now, this hacienda is a touristic site because it's a building which has history. This hacienda has not been remodeled or modified. It has been kept the same way as it was 200 years ago. The hacienda works as an inn and has the name La Cienega. It was late October. I went to the Cienega to spend a week outside the city. My younger sister and brother were scared because they knew this place was supposed to be haunted. There is a legend which says that the Africans and indigenous people who worked on the hacienda suffered every day. That's not legend. That's historical fact everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. They were slaves and working schedules were so harsh, most of the slaves died in the middle of the task and their bodies were buried in the field. It was Saturday in the night after we ate dinner in the Hacienda's restaurant. My parents went ahead to their room with my sister. Five minutes later, I went with my brother as we were walking through a hallway. My brother just fell to the ground. He said he felt something grasping his foot. (gasps) There was no one. Ugh. That's gross. Like, I can't do anything, like, you know, like, it the reminds feet, me... The feet, the feet grabbing. Oh. Van a los,
0: los, los patas. Yes,
1: las patas. <laughs> I'm like, no. No.
0: <laughs> no. thank
1: you. I've been traumatized by that phrase my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> there was no one, and there was no doors on that hallway from which a prankster could play a joke. I felt cold and seen. I continued to walk very fast to our room. That midnight, my brother woke up screaming because he said that he had felt that someone was pulling his feet. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> it, I don't know why, but anything with like that kind of stuff, like grabbing like some entity grabbing your legs, it just gives me anxiety. I think it's because like you really can't get away. Like that's your. Yeah. So your, your yeah. powerhouse, <laughs> like it's your only way to like run and escape. And it's like, oh, well. How are you going to escape if you can't, like, stand on your... No. Mm-mm. I calmed him for a couple of minutes and took him to my parents' room. I returned to my room. I went to the bathroom to pick up a bottle of water because I was thirsty. When I stared at the mirror at at my side, I saw a face. The face was ugly and seemed to be rotting, and I simply fainted. I woke up at 9 o'clock. I checked my arms, and they, ha- they had scratches. As like those of a cat, but instead, these were only two lines in each arm. I was freaked out. The next day, I talked to the staff member and told him what happened the other night. For my surprise, he simply told me that these kind of experiences are weird, although the Hacienda has a certain reputation of being haunted. A week later, I learned that this place gets its name, La Cienega, from the translation from the Spanish, which means the swamp, because the Spaniards not only buried corpses on the ground, but mainly a nearby swamp which is about five miles from the main house and local people say that the spirits which inhabit inhibit the hacienda are enraged spirits who seek vengeance from the cruel masters Ooh. that's a place i'm not going ever yeah that is terrifying very yeah no no thanks
0: mm I'm so stuck on the first one. I like the name they gave it, The Spook. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: It sounds like it could be a movie <laughs> or show. It
1: could. Called I, The Spook. I don't know. That, that, like, uh, that experience that the first one had is like, like you could always be like, okay, you know what? If it's just you by yourself, there, there's like different excuses that people can give. Like, oh, you're just tired. You're hallucinating. You haven't had sleep. Or you ate something and it met you. Yeah, I don't know. It was like drugged or something but then when like the entire family sees something at the same time like no you can't like brush Mm -mm. that off
0: it can't be denied right
1: that's and that makes it worse not every like (laughs) (laughs) if you're hallucinating everybody would will have a different hallucination so
0: so yes my turn It's in Quito where we start one of our stories, downtown Quito to be exact. Uh, This is the story of Cantuña and the Devil. In this historic city, there's a beautiful church called the Church of San Francisco. It's the largest architecture complex within the historic centers of all South South America, which is why it was nicknamed El Escorial of the New World. Till this day, the church still holds mass and the plaza it's surrounded by is a popular gathering location for many quitenos. The story of Cantuña is a beloved legend and known by most locals. It tells the story of how this church came to be the church and the plaza. So, according to legend, during the 16th century, there was a famous indigenous man who was a descendant of a famous Inca warrior, Gruminyawi. His name was Cantuña. During this time, there were a lot of monks in Quito. And it is said they welcomed Cantuña and taught him about construction and how to read and write. Cantuña was supposedly a naturally gifted architect and builder. One day, the king of Spain sent one of his knights to the monks and demanded they build a beautiful church in Quito within a certain amount of time. The sly monks, looking to pass on this impossible task, volunteered Cantuña to build the church. Wow, so typical. Not surprised at all.
1: <laughs> Checks out.
0: Yeah. Impossible because these were early colonial times and they didn't have the construction tools we have now. Why would Cantuña agree to this, you may ask? Well, there are a few different versions of the story out there, but one version says Cantuña was given approximately five to six months to finish the church or he would be put in prison.
1: That's a good motivator. (laughs) That that is a very good
0: motivator. Yeah, it is. Another version says Cantuña was offered money. Either way, Cantuña got hired for the job and got straight to work. He gathered a few indigenous workers, and they worked day and night laying stones, trying to meet the deadline. But as the deadline approached, it became apparent that Cantuña was not going to be able to finish the church on time. He began to become desperate, and just when he was desperate enough, the devil appeared in front of him. Cantuña worked hard, but the devil worked harder. Anyway... (laughs) He offered Cantuña a deal. He'll finish the church overnight in exchange for Cantuña's soul. Cantuña, knowing he only had a few hours left to finish the church or suffer the consequences, took the bait and made the deal with the devil. And just like that, several worker demons appeared and banded together to finish constructing the church. The demons built a beautiful church, and as they began to put the last finishing touches on the project, Cantuña began to have buyer's remorse. He no longer wanted to give his soul away, and he needed to quickly think of a way out of the deal before the devil came for his payment. So, without anyone noticing, Cantuña took a stone from the church and hid it. When the morning came and the devil approached Cantuña, ready to take his soul, Cantuña brought out the stone that no one noticed was missing and told the devil that without the stone, the church was incomplete. He accused the devil of not keeping his promise, and therefore the contract was voided, and Cantuña no longer had to surrender his soul. Angered that he was outsmarted by Cantuña, the devil disappeared in a puff of smoke. And that's how, according to legend, the Church of San Francisco was built. And there's also another variation of the story which says that Cantuña became desperate after uh, lightning struck the church during a rainstorm and destroyed the progress Cantuña had made, but all the variations of the story end the same way, with Cantuña outsmarting the devil and keeping his soul. There's a a legend like this in Mexico. I
1: like it. Because it's so simple, but, like, it's also very smart. I love how, like...
0: Yeah, the devil can do all these crazy things and we're, like, so scared of him. But if you outsmart him, he just, like, he's, like, mm, and then he disappears. <laughs> you bitch. And then he goes away.
1: <laughs> he goes to write in his diary. This, <laughs> what was his name, Cantuña? <laughs> the burn book?
0: <laughs> this bitch Cantuña is a
1: fugly. <laughs> <laughs> That's, like, exactly what goes down. Exactly. <laughs>
0: He made out with the hot dog. <laughs> uh, I love that movie. I know too many quotes she- from it. Anyway, yeah, there's a few. Any any fancy church building in Latin America has a variation of this legend too. Mm-hmm. But they're still fun. I love. How I'm like I'm like going on about this legend. I'm like, Sorry, because
1: so I was going to say she doesn't go. She doesn't even go here. <laughs>
0: Fuck Cantunya. He Raise doesn't your even hand go if here.
1: You've been victimized by
0: <laughs> <laughs> Raise your hand if you if you've been victimized by the devil.
1: Oh my god. Yes.
0: Clearly yes. he's Regina George in this story, right? Is that- <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so I I'm gonna have to figure out how to make Mean Girls slash devil. <laughs> Stickers.
1: <laughs> it's gonna so happen. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna try to clear my head and not replay the same conversation over.
0: <laughs> <laughs> not have the, not continue this whole episode with Mean Girls references. <laughs> okay, so the second story. So this is another popular legend in Ecuador. Uh, it's the story of Maria Angula. There's a, there are several versions of this story, and this is the most popular one. So it takes place in Cayambe, a northern city in Ecuador located at the foot of the Cayambe volcano. The story goes that Maria was the daughter of a wealthy landowner in Cayambe, and she was a very fun and bright girl. <laughs> but she was a, she was a chismosa. <laughs> Oh my god, and she enjoyed gossiping and spreading rumors. This is funnier because we were just talking about mean
1: girls. Oh my god.
0: Everything goes Everything. back to mean girls. <laughs> uh, so she enjoyed gossiping and spreading rumors among her friends, so people didn't trust her and found her to be very suspicious. Maria was also very arrogant, and it is said that she spent so much time gossiping she never learned how to cook or clean. <laughs> Oh no, Maria, what are you doing? (laughs) Gossiping. (laughs) When she got older, she fell in love and married Manuel, a hardworking, simple man who would ask her to cook his favorite dishes. So Maria, not knowing how to cook, would run to her neighbor, Doña Mercedes, for help. Doña Mercedes was an amazing cook, and day after day, she patiently taught Maria how to cook different dishes. But instead of saying thank you at the end of the day, Maria's arrogance would get the best of her. And she would simply reply with, I already knew how to cook that. I would have thrown the fucking plate at her. (laughs) After a while, Doña Mercedes got fed up with Maria's arrogance and decided to teach her a lesson. The next day, Maria came to Doña Mercedes to ask her to make a broth full of tripe, a popular dish in Ecuador. Doña Mercedes told Maria that it was a simple recipe and all she needed to do was go to the cemetery. What? Oh, God. Go to the cemetery and dig up the most recently deceased person and remove their guts to use for the soup. Maria, once again wanting to act like a know it all, arrogantly responded with, I already knew that. Later that night, armed with the <laughs> knife, what the fuck, Maria, what are you doing? God. <laughs> Later that night, armed with a knife, Maria went to the cemetery and exhumed the body of a recently deceased person. Maria took the knife and stabbed the body several times until she was able to remove their guts. The next morning, Maria prepared the recipe with the guts she had stolen. Surprisingly, her husband ate the soup and loved it. Maria was happy that she once again got what she wanted. When it came time to go to bed, Maria went to bed, proud and happy with the soup. While she was laying in bed sleeping with her husband, she suddenly heard howling outside of her window. The wind then began to whistle louder and Maria woke up startled but tried to remain calm. But things escalated from there. Next she heard creaking on the stairs and the sound of something approaching her bedroom door became louder and louder. She then heard a voice outside her bedroom door say, Maria Angula, give me back the guts you stole from my grave. (laughs) Oh, God. Then the door swung open and standing in front of it was a horrifying ghost with missing guts. Once again, the entity said, Maria Angula, give me the guts you stole from my grave. Maria tried to hide under the covers, but the ghost grabbed Maria by her legs and dragged Maria out of bed and through the window. When Manuel woke up, he couldn't find his wife, and she was never seen or heard from again.
1: Always the legs.
0: <laughs> the legs. Always the legs.
1: <laughs> um, this story reminds me of. I don't. Uh, did you guys ever read the um scary stories to tell in the dark? Uh, yes. There's a story called "Just Delicious," and I'm gonna send you uh you guys oh. you a link, and um I'll post the link in the um or Christina will, for y- y'all to listen. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's similar to that, except it's a liver. And the wife makes liver, and she got hungry, and she ate it. But then she was like, oh, no, my husband doesn't have anything for dinner. And anyway, she goes to a grave, takes somebody's liver, and cooks it. And he's like, it's the best meal I've ever had, or, or something or other. And then – um, The ghost comes back that night and she's like, they asked for the liver. And then um, the wife tells her, he has it, he has it. And then like the story doesn't even go into like how it finishes. just says, and he screamed and screamed and screamed. But I was like, oh my God, that reminds me. I wonder if like Just Delicious was gotten from this story. Probably.
0: I think it's probably a common, one of those common tropes. Horror tropes. I actually was trying to find scary stories to tell in the dark to throw, like, to record a few episodes with that for the Patreon, but I can't find my copy. I have a copy. I want my too, though, so then we can each take turns reading our faves.
1: <laughs> I love that book. It used to scare me so much as a child.
0: The drawings scared me more than the stories. Sure.
1: I don't. Who? Who's the artist? For it because oh my god, like those images are engraved in my psyche, right? And they Traumatizing. Like, they're there, they will always be there.
0: Yeah, I gotta find my book. Um, and then I have one more story. Let me bring my notes back. This one is La Gringa Sin Cabeza. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is the reason I wanted to do Ecuador because I had encountered La Gringa Sin Cabeza a while ago, but it's a very short legend, so I was like, we need more stories <laughs> first before we cover this one. <laughs> so, La Gringa sin Cabeza is a legend from the Galapagos Island. According to legend, an American armed forces member and his girlfriend were living on a military base. The girlfriend was apparently always cheating on her boyfriend, and he found out, and uh during a bit of jealousy, he murdered her. At some point, he pushed her down and, and like this story is this legend is so vague, it doesn't like give any details. So, he pushed her from somewhere and then her head somehow became stuck on something and then it was dislodged. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how any of this is happening. I just, it just says that it happened. <laughs> um. So yeah, her somehow she lost her head in the process of this. The um soldier hid her body and told everyone that she had gone out for a swim and never returned. And, they all believed him. No one questioned this.
1: Nobody thought that was suspicious. Oh my god!
0: Right. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, this was an air force base, um, and so it wasn't a soldier. It was an airman. Anyway, the air force base was abandoned, and no one remained, but the spirit of this so-called girlfriend. So, there's two buildings in this old base that are still used. One of them is La Casa de las Piedras. And um, the Ecuadorian military still uses them. And they're, they're said to contain, like, paranormal activity, like noises, disembodied laughs, doors slamming, things like that. But it's also said that men that are alone at night see her spirit. They all, all claim to see a dark human-like shape, like the, hu- the dark human-like shape of a woman, but the head is clearly missing. And even... Even missing her head, somehow this still attracts men.
1: <laughs> I mean, it ch- it checks out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, when I read that part, I was like, men "Oh my would, god!"
1: Though. Oh my god, <laughs> men would.
0: <laughs> Please don't be like these guys. Like she, she's missing a head. <laughs> the like, bars so low, love.
1: and they still, they still can.
0: Yeah. <laughs> So uh, or apparently they could also be like, mm, what's it called? Lord, like in, oh, okay. uh, in a trance. So that would excuse it, I think, if they're in a trance and they're not just like, ooh, but a woman's like, body without on, a head. Know, Let like, me go.
1: <laughs> there's a few men out there. No, you're right. need to be tranced.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, you're right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so it's said
0: that when she, her ghost is in a good mood, she smells like Palo Alto, like the trees and when she's not in a good in a good mood it smells like rotten meat and uh anyone that stays on the base overnight they experience sleep paralysis and it's said to be her that she climbs onto the men as they're sleeping and they feel like a heavy presence on them and they cannot move and they see her you know with her missing head and then when they wake up they're fine like she's gone they can move again uh, which, terrifying. Somehow everything in this episode ended up connecting. Like, the listener story was about sleep paralysis. We brought up Mean Girls. And Maria Gula is a mean girl. It all connects. <laughs> who loves to mead? Yeah, so weird. I love when this happens, though. And, oh, let me finish this before I go on. So, um, she... Is also said to target men that are patrolling the base at night. Uh, She, like, disorients them, disorients them, and then they suddenly wake up in a different place than where they were patrolling. And it's usually the same, like, airstrip landing or, like, a port. And yeah, and because she was the ghost, or because she was the girlfriend of an American soldier, and supposedly American herself, uh, she's called La Gringa Sin Cabeza. Though I will add that the possibility of someone having a girlfriend overseas with them is very low like that's not a thing you have to be married so still though it's still fun to hear nonetheless
1: it's funny how everything just connected perfectly yes
0: (laughs) so strange but yeah those are our stories but yeah do you have anything else to add about ecuador or these stories before we give our spooky recommendations
1: no but if there's any like listener stories ecuador seems to be like haunted a lot i mean like all of latin america but they have a like a long history and i'm pretty sure there's more
0: yeah there has to be more right i think we've only ever talked about ecuador when we talked about la nariz del diablo that train um on a mountain that's (laughs) looks wild um that was Ecuador right, or was that Bol- Bolivia? no? I think that
1: was uh, Ecuador.
0: I think you're right, yeah, yeah, and yeah, I feel like that's the only other time that we've brought it up. I can't remember another story from Ecuador,
1: the caves, yeah, like uh, we
0: um, oh my god, duh, <laughs> the one episode we just, <laughs> just did. <laughs> yes of course <laughs> I'm totally profesh <laughs> the whole reason and the, the whole reason I'm like we we're we we're we're doing this because of the caves
1: episode dude I swear my brain is pressing just <laughs> delete on information <laughs> like Jay, you don't need this delete same right? and then it's like the episode and like um, Spongebob when all the important information was deleted oh, man. It's like just what was it breathing and fine dust. yes yeah <laughs> that's my brain
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> that is us um
1: spooky recommendations uh. i've rewatched all the um predator movies <laughs> that's like i don't know is that is that horror
0: yeah yeah I-, I think so yeah i finally watched prey i think i messaged you when i watched it uh excellent loved it
1: i loved it it's so good
0: yeah I love all the people that are mad about it. I'm like, guys, first of all, we're talking about an alien Relax. here. I'm like, stop. <laughs> They're like, the bear wasn't realistic enough. Like, oh my god, you want her to fight a real bear in the no, movie? Like, like shut like, the, the fuck up. The bear
1: wasn't the realistic part. <laughs> Not the fake alien.
0: <laughs> No totally. Predator bear, was no. realistic, but the bear, no. no. <laughs>
1: That's the issue, the bear. <laughs> like, dude, it's a story. Chill out.
0: Yeah, it's a movie about an alien that comes, gets dropped off on Earth. Like, the shut up. <laughs> Just enjoy it for what it is. God.
1: Oh, my God. But people are gonna people.
0: <laughs> yeah, but yeah, excellent movie with amazing Indigenous representation. Um, like, I don't think, uh, like, a horror movie to that level with that, with, like, and un- she's not a- the main person, um, Amber Mid-Thunder. She's not a, not already a well-known actress, but she's not like, you know, like famous, 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 right?
1: Yeah, I've followed her for a few years because her first role I ever seen her on was the, um, the reboot of the show Roswell, I think on the CW. So that's where I know her from because Aliens, so I'm going to watch it. Same.
0: <laughs> but yeah, to take like all these essentially unknown actors and you know on a movie like this like I'm surprised it wasn't released in the, in the theater honestly it was it went straight uh, yeah, to streaming which was didn't crazy
1: it because I'm, I'm like man whoever was like straight to streaming is kicking themselves right now
0: they would have made so much like if it went to the movie so I'm glad it went to streaming because I don't go to the movie theater because um, I never have anyone to watch my children so I'm glad <laughs>
1: i did it was like one of those movies where I didn't mind if the kids walked in because it's gory, but it's not like terrible
0: yeah i watched it I watched it with my stepson, we watched it, and then both children were there uh matteo, my little almost four year old and my yeah, little almost so- one year old yeah matteo loved it
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah my 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 kids did too they're like,' oh, look at predator, he looks awesome I'm like yeah, right All right,
0: yeah, yeah, and the uh, who was mateo mateo like because i like some almost four-year-olds you can take him to the movies but this kid would not shut up the whole time he was just like oh is that a person oh what is she doing <laughs> oh is that is that an is that a what is a predator and i'm like it's his name is predator and then he was like what kind and i was like he's an alien predator and he was like what's an alien predator and i was like oh my god <laughs> what well,
1: he is what you're seeing on the tv <laughs>
0: <clears throat> yes yeah or like the dog he was very worried about the dog <laughs>
1: oh man that dog gave me anxiety can i just say
0: i was like he yeah well i don't want to spoil anything but my yeah the dog gave me anxiety. he, said he was this. a good boy though
1: <laughs> i was like oh my, god. oh my god i'm gonna cry in this movie
0: <laughs> same <laughs> um and yes before we go if you're listening before August 20th. Um remember that we are doing a movie night on August 20th, 6 p.m. Pacific Central Time. Uh we're going to watch the movie Madre starring Tenoch Huerta and I honestly cannot remember the actress's name. She's a good actress too. I just names. I uh, forgot. I remember
1: faces but not names. I'm terrible at names. Yeah.
0: Same. I only re- I only remember Tenoch Huerta because um He's going to be that one guy that everyone's <laughs> talking about. And... Namor.
1: I can't say Namor. Yes. But I say it Namor because Namor sounds so annoying. And I know that's the correct pronunciation, but I can't <laughs> do it, you guys. It's Namor.
0: Yeah, it's like when people want me to say San Bernardino instead of yeah, San Bernardino sorry, and I namor can't do it. Namor sounds
1: so annoying.
0: That came to mind because I just <laughs> talked about it. Yeah, yeah. You, if it's in Spanish, I'm going to say it in Spanish most of the time um so yeah if you're listening before that date uh join us to watch the movie with us and uh, you can also join the discord for the Cultivate network it's going to be linked in the show notes it's free you just have to download the app and then you can chat with us i think i'm on it more than mj but since you've been on it lately mj i noticed
1: (laughs) i know i've been checking it yeah
0: you've been commenting (laughs) So yeah, you can chat with us there. Um, And yeah, stay spooky. We'll catch everyone next time. Bye. Bye.